Alrighty, good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Well, you know, I hope you're having a good time, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Welcome back to the Week in Review. It is just me this week trying to get this done and couldn't get my schedule and best schedules on the same page (laughs) this week. So you're stuck with just me today, but I'm excited for what God has for us. We are jumping back into our spring, spring quarter, and this is by far the shortest quarter of the year. As a matter of fact, we only we only have seven short weeks, seven short weeks, including this week, of small groups left for the year. Cannot believe it. So we will be finishing up small groups on May, the week of May 21st. That's Monday, May 21st. That week will be our last week because the next weekend on May 28th is Memorial Day, and we are done the week before it. So we only have seven weeks because the where Easter sat this year. Uh, seven weeks uh, for our small groups, but we're going to make sure that each and every single one of those weeks is great. Um, before we jump into this week's Intersect, and there are a few things I want to go over, a couple of different maybe additions for you in that, uh, I want to talk about some announcements quickly, and we could really use, really use your help, your continued help in making sure that our church is informed and making sure our church knows what is going on, because we have quite a bit, quite a bit going on right now. Uh, first of which I want to highlight is we have uh, some sisterhood things. Again, sisterhood is our women's ministry, and they have two things coming up. One is coming up this weekend, this coming weekend, April 14th, Saturday the 14th. We have a sisterhood gathering. It'll be right here at uh, the Temecula campus from 9 to 11 a.m. We want to invite all the ladies out for that. They're going to have a great time just hanging out. Uh, great time uh, discussing and, and talking about how uh, they should be called and they are called uh, to fill God's purpose and God's plans here, there, and everywhere. Uh, but then also we have a sisterhood retreat coming up in just less than a month. Wow, man. So May 4th through May 6th, we have a sisterhood retreat. Uh, they're going to go out to uh, Palm Desert. It's going to be a great time out there. Uh, You don't want to miss that. So you can register for that online. The deposits are kind of due right now. So we want to get you paid up, get you signed up, and get you going to that. So those two things are there for you. Also, we have on uh, April 20th and 21st, this is, and and let me be honest with you guys, I don't think I've done the best job at announcing this event, but we have a marriage conference. We, we, We have a great opportunity for all of you couples and all the couples in your small group. And as I'm announcing this, I'm actually thinking of a few couples in my group that could really use this, this conference. We're calling it the Reconnect Weekend. It is a Friday night and a Saturday morning. And um, it's we're basing this off of a, a system called Marriage Dynamics. We, we've taught classes on it. Bob and Katie Abdato taught a class last summer. And all the couples who went through the class just were highly encouraged and really got to get to uh, a good place in their marriage. And this isn't like a, a conference for if your marriage is in crisis, but rather this is your co- a conference just to make sure that you are properly maintaining and properly putting your, your marriage in the place it needs to be in your life. Um, we want you to come out for it. We have a great speaker. We're, we're flying in for this uh, to come and lead us in this time. So you can register. It's only $50 a couple. It's really the cheapest conference you're probably going to get on marriage like this, of this kind of caliber. Uh, but we want you to come out for that. So make sure you sign up and do it as quickly as possible uh, so you don't miss out on that. The Reconnect Weekend is coming up in just a week and a half or so. And then uh, lastly, the last thing we want to talk about is, is that same weekend on the 22nd, we have our uh, Israel meeting and uh, we want to make sure that everyone who's planning on going to Israel can come to that. It's going to be at one o'clock after service on the 22nd. 
Uh, so three big kind of announcements. We really could really could use your help plugging these things, especially that reconnect weekend, that marriage weekend. We want to make sure that all the couples have the opportunity to come out for that this week. Uh, with that being said, that's enough announcements. Woo. Let's get to the intersect. Jump in. Uh, we jumped coming off of Easter back into the book of John, but really on another little mini series, all focused on one chapter or really one prayer. This is what is uh, affectionately called the high priestly prayer, the Jesus's high priestly prayer. This is really his prayer, the Lord's prayer, like I like to call it. It is, it is one chapter. It's like 26 verses long. Where, where Jesus prays specifically for three different groups. He prays for himself, he prays for his disciples, and then he actually prays for his church, or we can really say us, the believers that we're to follow. And, and like Steve launched this weekend, we're, we're not going to go verse by verse necessarily through the whole thing, but rather we're going to take the time to pull out some major topics that, that Jesus is covering, that Jesus is focusing on. And in, in this weekend, Steve did that and did that, I think, brilliantly, um, talking about the glory of God and, and what, what the glory of God is and how we have a part in, in, in giving him glory. And so I expect that we should have a, a good week. I know that out at the Vines, I got the uh, 10 church out there this Sunday and uh, met in the plaza just by multiple people saying, wow, this stuck out to me. Uh, just that, that the images of space or that, that the concept of the quarter and just how small our galaxy is and how small we are in that really put in perspective of that. I know for another another person coming out was it was the lake analogy. It was this idea of a reflection. And we got in this conversation afterwards, if if all we are is a lake, a mere image of God's creation, how often do we throw rocks in our pond? <laughs> our rocks in our lake? How often are we making ripples so that God and so no one else can see the reflection because we are just uh, grenading our life, maybe. Uh, so there's going to be lots of great questions going into it. Uh, but I think Steve started out this intersection by stepping back, get caught up. We're jumping back in. We've only had a couple-week break, but get caught up. Ask them how their break on spring break was. Maybe it was a great time of connection just between them as a couple, or maybe it was a great time with connection with them and the Lord, or maybe it was a disaster. I don't know. <laughs> but let's get caught up. Let's see where they're at. And then jump into the weekend's teaching. Um, the first couple questions there are just really, really straightforward, uh, that kind of discuss questions. And then going into the, the scripture reading, here's the main thing that I want to add, and I think that um, we should all add as small group leaders. Knowing the fact that we're going to spend five weeks in this chapter, I would like to spend five weeks going over this chapter. So we're going to try to make a habit of reading through it on the weekends like Steve did this weekend. I would like to try to make a habit of reading through it in our small groups. And so maybe before you read these two passages that Steve has, has set before us, you just take the time and you have your group split it up a few verses each, or maybe one person read the whole thing, but read the entire chapter again. And for the next five weeks, let's just make that a habit for our small groups. So we're just going to read this chapter because here's the thing. This is one of my favorite chapters in scripture. It's a place I go often it's a place I find great peace and comfort, knowing that God cares for me and God loves for me 2,000 years before I was even a thought, um, that God loved me and God cared for me. And, and I want our, our, our church to know that too. So, so take the time, and it should only take you three, four minutes, read through the entire chapter. And then here's my next suggestion. What I want to do, it's not in the intersect, so your group's not going to be prepared for this. But what I want to do is I want to take this chapter after read the whole thing, and break it up over the next five weeks. So this week, I suggest that you read the whole chapter and then study deeply in verses one through five. Steve covered them this weekend. 
one through five. I'm going to actually cover them this coming weekend again, but one through five, what sticks out to them? Ask these questions, have them read the whole chapter, then have them go back, read one through five and say, what sticks out to you in these five verses? What did you learn about God through these five verses? What did you possibly learn about yourself in these five verses? And after reading these five verses, who do you think you should share them with? Is there someone in your life that maybe this could be an encouragement to? A few just simple questions. What sticks out? What'd you learn about God? What'd you learn about yourself? Who should you share this with and why? If we add that onto our, our scripture reading, I think our, our groups will be full. And then next week, we're going to do the same thing, read the whole chapter. And then we're going to look at verses 6 through 10. And I think it'll just be a good thing for us inside small groups. So after that, jump into the, Thess, uh, the Thessalonian verse. I think it's a great verse, uh, a lot there that, that's going on. A couple of questions I thought you could follow up that, that, that scripture reading with was, how has your faith... Um, uh, how has your faith been encouraged this week? Or, you know, when he's, you know, he's going that, what, what is God doing to kind of stir you up for him? Uh, what are you, what are you doing? Or what are you doing right now that is bringing honor to the Lord? So what, what is encouraging your faith? What is, what is spurring your faith right now? And what are you doing that right now that is honoring God tangibly? Maybe it's uh man, the way that I cared for my wife yesterday by taking out the trash, honor the Lord. The way for, the way that I, I, I spoke to my kid when I was angry, honor the Lord. Or maybe it was the way that I, that I shared the gospel with a coworker. I don't know. But what are you doing right now that is honoring the Lord? And what are you doing right now that is encouraging or that, that God is using to build up your faith in him after you read that passage? And then that John passage, the only thing I would do with that John passage is I would extend that out. This is Jesus predicting the fact that he would be put upon a cross. And, and Jesus saying that's not something he wanted to do, but because he cared more about God's glory than his own comfort. It's something that he was willing to do. And, and so um, I think you should need to expand that out and just say, what, what, what's maybe, what is your focus right now? What, what is, you know, in this passage, we see that Jesus' focus was God's glory, not his own comfort. What is your focus right now? According to your last week and how you went about it, what is your focus right now? And then if you got time, I think just what else does the Bible have to say? It's been a great question for us. You guys continue to do that. Um, check that out. Say, what else? Do, what other passage have you brought in? There might be some great passages about God's glory in there. And then lastly, that decide and do, we left really, really broad this week, and we did so intentionally. We really wanted to make sure that... Um, the, the groups and the people in your group um, had the freedom to say, no, this one portion of the scripture, this one portion of the, of the teaching really stuck out to me. I want to focus on that. Or maybe God is still working on something that we talked about three weeks ago. This is what I'm going to focus on. But our whole deal is what's the one idea? What's the one thing that you want to focus on these weeks ahead? And here's why I'm going to push you as a leader. Push your group. Make them pick one. I feel like so many of us walk through our weeks without any focus, without any direction, and all we're asking you is, hey, what's one thing, what's one step you're going to take in your life of faith to go closer to him this week? What is that focus? And then come back the following week and check in on it. All right, guys, we hope that you're doing great. Uh, please, please, please plug those uh, announcements. Uh, we're praying for your groups. I'm looking forward just to seeing our church be really steeped inside this, this John 17 passage. So make sure you read through that and, and, and mull that over this week. As always, if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to contact me, contact Beth, and just know that you guys are greatly loved and appreciated. 